0: Hey, hey! Welcome
1: to Channel 14coms dot com's Bodega Nights. I'm Jao,
0: and I'm Paolo, otherwise known as Axel. What have you been up to, man? Uh, I've been largely—I've just been stuck in Ormok relate w- on uh, work-related matters. Play- i have also been playing. I've also been playing a few games here and there, and generally like thinking about certain things as well. Uh-huh. as well as as well as like uh, as well as inter- entertaining some of my uh, some of my other interests, and we won't go there unless you want to talk about some of your interests. But you know, no, no, the, no, um, the interest in question is actually actually has more to do with like fish keeping or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, you have like uh you're an aquarium buff or whatever it's called, right? like what's uh, let,
0: that? Uh let's just say I have i have a i have an have the knowledge but I haven't applied it
1: okay okay yeah,
0: it's like i uh, like i read the okay. like i uh i it's like i read the books i go to the forums i do the research i look up like various odd fish but other but other than that I haven't really had the time to to like apply it but that
1: like you haven't taken the time to sit down and read them
0: orwanas and stuff. Uh, the thing that's kind of stopped, the thing that's kind of stopped me is actually the fact that I don't have the space.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, your house is, like, kind of tight.
0: Very. I actually only (laughs) have enough space for, like, I only have enough space for a, for, like, a two, like, a, like, a two foot, for a two, three foot aquarium right now. Yeah, yeah. But So, what have you
1: been playing though? Like, what? Wait. Like tra- transitioning to video games. What have you been playing? And like, are you going to put it out as uh, Paolo plays indie games?
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Unless you've been playing, uh, right Triple like,
0: A I- stuff. Hmm. I haven't exactly been playing triple A stuff recently. I dabble around with a few games, and to my most recent knowledge, the games I played were largely Warframe and Expendables. You know the free, the free-to-play. Well, not so much free-to-play, but the free download version of uh, of Broforce. What What is that game? Is it, Is it like any good? Broforce. Like
1: I've I've heard of it, but I've never got around to playing it.
0: Or indeed, watching playthroughs of it. Uh, to put it to put it lightly, Broforce is technically similar to Metal Slug, except all of the environment is destroyable, and all of your playable characters are based on a- on action heroes, and you don't choose your character. Well, actually, your character you get chooses to choose your character, you.
1: like in Soviet Russia. Well,
0: uh, kind of because when you die, you uh, you instantly change characters. Like each oh, life, oh, you wow. change characters. Okay, wow, that that actually
1: looks really. It actually looks really cool. Like I, I'm, I'm looking I'm at their thinking,
0: Wikipedia entry. Like, I'm as thinking a of game jam entry. I, like wow. Oh yeah, it was a game jam entry. And okay. Broforce <laughs> to totally. Came, oh god. Uh, Force just ca- came out. I think a week ago. Like full release. The game the game was in early access for three years prior. Yeah. Huh.
1: It it really it went through like that indie that sort of indie dev cycle. Which is like yeah, game jam, but- early access, wide wider release. And it's on everything. It's on Windows, OS ten, and Linux. and PS4. Huh.
0: The thing I'm happy about is that uh-huh. this is that uh, this didn't end up being another stomping lands situation,
1: mm. and of course it's on the Unity engine. <laughs> Use the Unity engine. As
0: with, of course it does. As with most of, as with most of these indie games that te- generally tend to end up coming out on everything,
1: hmm. you should totally do a, a pigs on this.
0: I'm going to. I'm gonna be doing a pigs on Expendabros. The version, the basically they bas- they basically made a version of Broforce where all of your playable characters are based on one the one of the Expendables.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's really interesting. The standalone expansion
1: came out before the official release of the game. That was in 2014, apparently.
0: That was when Expendables 3 came out, right? Yeah. The year? I guess. Last year? Yeah. Last it was a. Yeah, exp- because I know for a fact that Expendabros Bros is supposed to be a tie-in. Not sure mm. how that ended up happening. I think I think either the movie, I think the movie studio looked at this and probably it probably came to the to uh, uh uh to the developer of Broforce and asked them and asked them to like do something as part of some co-promotion or something like that. Mm. Oh, and it's free to play right now, huh? The Expender Bros. Yeah, it's free.
1: Huh. That's not bad. Well, I don't know. If, have you is, is it a fun game? <laughs> like are are you having As far a as a-
0: Yes, it is. However, I also should note that Expender Bros is pretty short. Well, it is free.
1: And uh, as a as a video game tie-in, I mean as a movie tie-in video game, like those things tend to be short and
0: kind of suck, but I don't know. This uh, th- it's pretty good, actually. It works. It's basically just the it's basically just the base game of Broforce with an Expendables skin. Huh. So it's not well, like that Expendables okay. tie-in game game that was released on Xbox Live, PS, and PSN. I think uh, in in line with the release of Expendables Two. Okay, so like they learned their lesson, I guess.
1: But the, the, the last yeah. time that something like this, or the last time that I can remember, uh, an existing game being reskinned as a movie tie-in, it also kind of sucked. Like, do you remember that game Batman Forever for the SNES, which was pretty much like Mortal Kombat, except they put you through levels and stuff?
0: I seem to remember that, but I also remember I forgot which one was the Batman game that was basically a arcade bro- art, an arcade beat 'em up. Uh, there was a Batman because, the animated series,
1: which was sort of like that.
0: Um, well, they were all like no, side that one was guys. a.
1: They were all like pretty much um, side scrollers. Th-
0: uh the one I'm describing was actually more like the X Men arcade game. Only it was one player. Huh? And it was Probably on like I forgot it was. I don't. Know. It was it was based on a movie I recall, and it was either on the SNES or the Genesis, as as I seem to recall. It's probably Batman
1: Returns because I don't remember playing that game as as a kid, and okay. like the other, uh, like I I do remember like Batman the animated series a lot, and I remember the uh, Batman Forever game, but I don't remember like a beat 'em up style. Hmm. Sort of I should Batman probably. Oh, it's up Batman. That. Batman Returns. Yeah, I was just checking. Got okay. a health bar and everything.
0: Batman forever was weird, basically you had to do fighting game things in order to progress in a in a two d platformer yes and you, do, and you had to do and you had to do l and there were certain scenarios where you had to do like specific moves in order to to progress
1: well, i I actually I,
0: did finish that game as a kid
1: though which was
0: i don't know kudo weird kudos to you that means you <laughs> kudos to you i guess. Kudos to you. Uh, although yeah, I do remember like looking back on it, it
1: really wasn't that good a game. Hmm. Batman, the animated series is pretty good. But then technically that yeah. wasn't a movie tie-in, so
0: Yeah, that was a that was a cart that was the te- that was a tie in for the T V show. And if I'm correct, that was the same game where basically you're well, I think I'm talking about the uh Genesis version here, but that was the same game where your main attack was basically throwing batarangs. Hm. That that could have been because on the
1: SNES or, in, or on the SNES or whatever. The SNES. That way, like nobody calls us out for pronouncing it incorrectly, because we've gotten most of them. Uh you'd punch people and stuff. Like you'd smack hmm. them, you'd punch them in the face. Except for the second level, I think. Because that was like the poison ivy level and my guess is they didn't want you to they they didn't want to encourage hitting women. So instead of so, like punching uh the lady goons or whatever of poison ivy, like you just throw their batter uh, he just throws batarang to stun them.
0: Hmm. Because um what I remember hench-women. with the Genesis version and what I remember with the uh Genesis version was basically that Throughout the entirety of the game, your only re- your only real attack was the batarang. It was basically like the uh, gun. Your- basically, your batarangs were the equivalent of the gun in Contra. You could get power ups to basically like have a spreader version of the batarang and all that. Okay, huh?
1: Was <laughs> it developed by Konami? Did Konami develop for Genesis?
0: I actually forgot uh, if it was Konami or someone else. I know that Robin was the second player character. Oh, wow. I should go back and play that game. dude. like, like I, I was
1: really you know, it wasn't um, it was the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Not Batman the animated series, but rather the Adventures of Batman and Robin, so that way we don't get any angry emails
0: and stuff. So, is that the game that you are describing or I'm describing?
1: Are both the Adventures of Batman and Robin? Uh, one, oh, one was for genesis so, and one was for the super nintendo
0: so it's just so it's basically like what was going on back in the day the differences between versions yeah that we I don't, don't we don't really get that anymore now there's it's basically just parity now
1: yeah which is which is a good thing i guess like mm. yeah i guess that's a good thing i don't know that's a though, that's, that's a topic you- for okay go ahead
0: Though I, though technically the argument could be that instead of just of having two separate, two different games on two different platforms, you have both games available on both platforms, but market them as different games from each other. Hmm. If if you were to do that in this time, yeah. Huh. Well, actually, you kind. Well, actually, you kind of need to, especially with especially with the way the game industry works right now. Hmm. Oh, that's a, uh, what's it?
1: That is a good topic for Third World Gaming, the podcast, yeah, which you're planning to bring back.
0: It, yeah, I'm planning to bring it back as a more regular feature, largely as a more regular feature, or just so that we have, just, just so that we have content regularly <laughs> coming out, because every now, because right now I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of like in a bit of a rut with pigs, and I and I also have to. I'm also dealing with the fact that because I'm not con- I'm not at my rig all the all the time, it'll be harder for me to like record and edit since I don't really have any uh, any machines I could do any of those things with that I could bring around with me. So yeah, recording the getting back to recording the Third World podcast is kind of ne- kind of a necessary thing. And also there are a number of topics that I feel that Miko and I can like talk about and flesh out out and make interesting conversation about as well as make conversation about in a very very much a third world perspective yeah yeah it's like I, I actually kind of
1: I don't know I kind of miss that like sort of video games from the perspective of folks on this side of the world you know
0: well, actually, let me correct you on that. I was gaming in on from the perspective of the third world, so it wasn't just video. Well, we cut. We yeah, fine. The tabletop and stuff. What was it? Yeah. Tabletop. Uh, hmm. Basically, other forms of gaming besides besides yeah, video games, games. and. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything coming up on your end? Uh, dude, we were interviewed by
1: uh, for for Third World Linux. We had a we had an interview a conversation. We were guests on this podcast, System AU. Oh, okay. This uh, podcast out of Australia was pretty cool.
0: Like, okay, how long? So was like when was 30 this? Thirty
1: minutes, about thirty minutes. Came out last Sunday. Uh, mon. Well, Monday hour time. We recorded it. We re- we recorded it on Sunday. Then Monday they released it. So okay, it's pretty cool, man. Like, and they um, and they have this like I-, I really love their podcast. Uh, they have like little musical interludes or musical breaks and stuff. And one of the one of the pieces that they played was one of the songs from the Christmas album. From oh, one of nice. the Christmas albums that we uh, that I wrote nice right. gopal song lamb kima <laughs>
0: hmm
1: I- I'm actually thinking of putting uh, putting like some of some of the songs from those albums on the site on channel 14
0: so you're going to be putting them up to be uh, as playable files or you're gonna be putting up them up for download.
1: Probably, like, I'm thinking of putting them up as a torrent. Just, I don't know, like, ten songs from the Christmas albums, or just ten songs that I wrote and put them up on, on the site as a torrent.
0: Uh, I suggest you do. It would be. It, I don't see anything. I don't see how that could be. A, I don't see how anything wrong could come of that,
1: except for some of the jokes that could get some of our friends into trouble.
0: Well we don't want anybody arrested or put under suspicion of um unsavory actions that they may Or may, may... not Oh good gosh seriously Joe Which seriously? they may, or may not
1: be engaged in.
0: Seriously Joe <laughs> Ser- Wait Wait, seriously? No of course
1: not, man. Uh and well, like say for example the AG song that has the
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not releasing that. You're not releasing that. Yeah, I really like
1: that song, though, but no.
0: Current circumstances, current circumstance makes that an unwise decision.
1: Yeah, it's going to get his girlfriend really mad. Pissed. (laughs) But, you know,
0: and I guess
1: like part of it is also like picking out the songs that aren't just like purely inside jokes. Like there's that song about. I don't know. Uh,
0: oh my god. I don't know. Is it re- is it really that hard for you? I mean, you made you made. I think upwards of four, forty plus songs. I assume it'd be easy enough to pick up pick out ten. Yeah, but, you know,
1: a lot of them a lot of them were inside jokes, and um yeah I was doing an inventory of the songs that i that that we did right or the the songs that I wrote in the past couple of years and uh some of them no a, a whole lot of them were inside jokes like good 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 songs but inside jokes, so like that song of about seamus car, for example, like really good song or pretty good song, pretty funny but uh it's just layered with inside jokes. Um, as
0: an off as an offhand yeah. clarification, Joe, I'd just like to know, does Sima still have that car?
1: Yes, he does. Okay, it's been a while, but I think he still has that car, the Sima Mobile. Okay. Um. Yeah. And well, every they also have to be like songs that are good because some songs aren't. Really, that good
0: <laughs> based on a second examination,
1: yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of try to think of like a specific example. Uh, I don't know, eh. yeah, a number of them aren't very good, and you know, a lot of them are just either inside jokes or straight up like this is what we're gonna do when Mike gets back from uh when mike gets back from switzerland you know or
0: london apparently
1: yeah he's in london now huh
0: yeah Um, he's in jolly old england
1: but then yeah and uh uh the company of four total inside joke but then you know there were some songs that i think like actually work even if they were directed specifically towards like you know like the The Olivia Wilde song was pretty good, and uh, Lamb Chemo was really good. So,
0: so if you're going to release anything, those two might be there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just assume right now that uh, that the that the ballad of JJ is a no. That's a no. Yeah, absolutely. That's no. a
1: big no. Absolute no. <laughs> oh man, actually, like. Like there was there, there is a short list that I that I put together.
0: Um,
1: yeah, the uh, the love story in exile, haiku to heroic verse, slam kima, Nicole, no amount of therapy, Norm, Olivia, Pedo Party, perfect from the start. I'll probably put them out on I'll probably put them out on channel fourteen on the channel fourteen website if it's okay with you guys.
0: Uh it's fine with me, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Yeah, might as well.
1: <laughs>
0: Third World Linux. And that last did episode you fi- we did. Oh, wait, huh? Did you finally get Voyager OS?
1: Voyager OS. Now we decided to put the the distro reviews on hold for a bit until AG gets a computer that actually runs Linux or a computer that isn't um from Apple. <laughs> uh why? Uh because Apple is pretty much designed to run Apple software, right? So like, it's so he, a bit cumbersome to get like a distribution of Linux on an Apple product. Yeah, no? on because AG now has a MacBook Pro 2006, notoriously okay. difficult to get Linux running on there. Like you have to, you have to be a bit hacky. Um, I'm not sure about. Any of the other machines that he has, but he pretty much lives in a mac household right now kind of weird
0: so is it so is it basically in the in a Macintosh fortress as it currently stands the 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 low the lone Linux vanguard biding his time on biding his time for the right moment until he can unleash his open source magic uh
1: he's broke and can't afford to buy his own computer so he has to rely on hand-me-downs from his dad pretty much
0: (laughs) which usually tend to be apple
1: yeah because of the nature of the work or because the nature of his father's work so you know (laughs) that's what we're stuck with and uh wasn't able to get voyager os Although like we we actually kind of do have to do distro reviews again at least at least I have to because it is October and that's when all of the Ubuntu's release or that that's that's one of the months that the Ubuntu's and their like derivatives or their official called flavors their official flavors are released so
0: so could you run me down? Could so you could you give me a basic rundown of what these Ubuntu's are? Because I heard a plural there. Yeah,
1: the the main distribution is Ubuntu, but then you know how like on Linux you have different desktops.
0: Yes, you have different I'm desktop environments.
1: So uh, what what tends to happen? Or what uh, the the way it's set up now is you have the Ubuntu base without. Uh, yeah, you have the, you have the Ubuntu base without like a, think of it without a GUI, right? Like without a a desktop. Um, and then the official like mainline Ubuntu has this desktop environment called Unity put on top of it. So that's official Ubuntu. Then you have the XFCE desktop environment, which is Xubuntu with an X at the beginning. Uh, you have, the uh, Mate desktop. So it's the Ubuntu Mate edition. You have LXDE desktop, which is Lubuntu. Uh, you have the KDE desktop, which is Kubuntu. Then you have more specialized distributions of Ubuntu. Like um, the version that ships in China. You have um edge ubuntu which is for education uh you have ubuntu studio which is geared towards um content creators artists whatever like you know you have all of these different ubuntu's that release at around the same time and they're all sort of uh official officially partnered with mainline ubuntu if that makes any
0: sense yeah, it does. I just though I would like to ask for a clarification. Bit uh, what ex- like what exactly can you not do with base Ubuntu that you can do with Ubuntu Studio?
1: Nothing. I mean, uh, Ubuntu Studio is pretty much base Ubuntu. Well, it's it's, it's Ubuntu, but then they what did they do? Ubuntu Studio comes pre-installed with uh, a lot of media production. That's that's what I was looking for earlier. It comes pre-installed with a lot of media production software, right? So for movie editing, for photo editing, for music making, that sort of thing. It comes pre-installed with all of that. And they have a low latency kernel instead Mm -hmm. of... Like the standard Linux kernel or the standard Ubuntu kernel, or whatever um or the instead of the Ubuntu Linux kernel, I guess is what you can call it. I oh, know these so, are generic anyway, but yeah they have a low latency so, kernel, so.
0: so apart from a low lati- latency kernel and pre installed pre installed productivity software, there really isn't much of a difference, yeah, I guess. So basically the reason why someone would be pick- would be picking ubuntu studio over ubuntu would be convenience.
1: Yeah. I mean theoretically you could you know switch y- the make- kernel and you could apt get your way to glory with all of the software but come on man you <laughs> just download so- ubuntu studio.
0: <laughs> yeah, so basically e convenience. Yeah. Okay.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like theoretically, you could just write, uh, you could just write like a, a script or something that minus the kernel. You could, you could write a script that converts your, uh, Zubuntu installation, uh, installation into, uh, an Ubuntu studio edition. Because they use the XFCE desktop. Yeah. So like theoretically, you could do that, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should be we should be doing that, and I think there's like an interesting discussion to be had on the the latest uh, the latest Ubuntu release because it's kind of boring.
0: So, n- like nothing, nothing re nothing much, chi- nothing much improved, changed, reworked, or anything of the sort.
1: Yeah, like it's it's sort of, uh, it's sort of just steady, you know at least mainline ubuntu or like vanilla ubuntu or ag calls it normal ubuntu um at least normal ubuntu is just you know updated just updated software nothing insanely game changing okay right like it's you know like some some authors have used the word like or some reviewers or whatever have used the word boring to describe it and like the question that I pose to AG, or the question that I want
0: to pose to AG,
1: is: Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like to have Ubuntu be boring?
0: So basically, it was just a very vanilla update, and I assume that most that mostly it just handles those a few stability fixes wherever the stability is needed. Yeah,
1: and a few cosmetic changes here and there, like uh, the the scroll bars. Act a little bit differently, that sort of thing
0: any any imp- any tangible improvements
1: uh, you know what I really wouldn't know because I tried to run it on um, I tried to run it on my old laptop my brother's old laptop, and it runs really slow like that that's always been my problem with Normal Ubuntu. Like, it isn't something that you can deploy in a lot of secondhand hardware that you find in public schools in the Philippines. Like, you're not going to be able to get normal Ubuntu on some of those old machines. So, it isn't third worldable. Okay. So, for anybody that listens to third world Linux that just happens to be listening to Bodega Nights as well, this is like a little bit of a spoiler on the Ubuntu gets the third, uh, Ubuntu 1510 gets the third world treatment. It isn't very third worldable but it does have uh it does have its place right because like i don't think it's healthy for um linux to be perceived as the operating system that you put on old hardware that doesn't work with the latest version of windows because that sort of devalues um that sort of devalues uh linux in sort of the eyes of the The person that's, um, that's using the operating system, right? Because we have this, uh, because people have this weird notion that just because something has the kitchen sink thrown into it, it all of a sudden becomes the superior product, right? And, um, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, you have all sorts of stuff that comes with it. And, uh, the heavier something is, the more value we assign to it. Like, if you remember, the quote unquote controversy with those beats by Dre headphones where they put like little weights in them <laughs> to make them feel more expensive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I seem yeah, I seem to I see yeah, I see where you're getting at.
1: Right? Like it it doesn't like actual performance doesn't matter. It's just that it'll run on expensive hardware. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah, if you have the if you if you throw the kitchen sink, then there's that.
0: Okay.
1: I, I guess does, that's
0: well that's actually good, I, you know it's well, something that you I'd give like,
1: to people that have good hardware because it's well supported act- and. I right, go ahead.
0: Actually, actually, I would like to ask: Does uh, at least based on what you've seen with at least based on what you've seen and heard, does Linux have that reputation of being? Basically the option for old or weak hardware. Uh doesn't have that reputation.
1: When your laptop died, you wanted to put Linux on it, right? Admittedly. When your laptop was dying, you wanted to put Linux on it. A um Bok, uh wanted to put Linux on his dying laptop as well. Hmm. Like Linux isn't uh Linux isn't viewed as like the the new and shiny. At least to the general tech world I think. Which is which is a, a, a topic for third world Linux, I think, uh that, that I can bring up with AG as well. Like um is it is it is it healthy no, should we just abandon the quote unquote branding of Linux? Like is is Ubuntu correct? in marketing itself as ubuntu and not as linux as part of their messaging okay because of the reputation that linux has like on the desktop i guess like the nerdier people will see linux as that alternative that you put on old hardware or that thing with the command line that only geeky people really use
0: well i know for a fact that at least in some circles linux is um most linux distributions are already being looked upon as the for for lack of a better term the more private alternative to say windows especially with especially after the whole windows 10 debacle oh man that was really like
1: oh that was terrible the hey we're going to take all of your information and you won't have a say in it
0: Yeah and yeah and it does and I have no idea how how this how this statement is gonna factor into this into this discussion we're having right now, but uh, I'm currently recording off of a Windows 10 system.
1: Hello NSA. Hi
0: hi Microsoft. Hi NSA. Hi Prism. Hi Illumina.